Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning into this episode of I Think I'm Gonna Lose It, a podcast about losing weight, getting healthy, and trying to have some fun in the process. My name is Dana Tofig, I'm your host, and this is our fifth episode. Thanks to everyone who's been listening since the beginning, and thanks to those who are joining us for the first time. Here's what you need to know. I'm a 51-year-old husband, father, communications pro, and part-time musician, and just over a month ago, I was the heaviest I've ever been. I'm about five foot eight, and I weigh 262 pounds. Look, I've spent my entire adult life losing weight, gaining it back, and adding a few more pounds each time. I was, and frankly still am, frustrated. But I'm giving it one more shot, and I'm getting a little help in the process. I'm using this podcast to document what I'm doing to get healthy, how I'm doing with it, and what I'm learning along the way. I'm telling my story, and I'm hoping others will tell their stories, too. Okay, so now you're caught up. On this episode, I'm going to tell you about the one thing I've been doing that has been really powerful in this effort to lose weight. And I'll tell you why I feel like I'm living in the matrix and give you an update on my weight loss. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. This is one of my favorite times of year. It's not because the temperature is getting warmer and the flowers are starting to bloom. It's mainly because of this. Baseball is back. Now, I'm a long-suffering Mets fan. And yes, most Mets fans put the adjective long-suffering in there when they talk about their team. If you know anything about baseball, you understand why. And if you don't know anything about baseball, just search New York Mets and losing. You'll see what I mean. Anyway, on baseball's opening weekend, I was lucky enough to win tickets through work to see the Mets play the Nationals in Washington, D.C., near where I live. These are the corporate tickets, so not only are they great seats, but they also come with Diamond Club access, which includes food and beer and wine. It is definitely not a friendly environment for weight loss. As soon as I won the tickets, I started worrying about what it would mean for my weight loss program, which thus far had been going pretty well. After a lot of internal debate, I decided to let myself off the hook for a few hours while I was at the game. I wasn't gonna go off the rails, but I wasn't gonna restrict myself either. But as part of that deal, I had to follow one rule. I had to log everything I ate, every bite. Tracking what you eat and drink is a very powerful tool in the weight loss toolbox. Some people call this keeping a food journal or a food diary. Now, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that I love research, and yes, there is research on keeping a food journal. For instance, a 2008 study published in the American Journal of Preventative Medicine looked at a weight loss program and the different strategies it employed using data from nearly 1,700 people. According to a blog post from the Harvard Medical School, this study showed that those who kept daily food records lost twice as much as those who kept no records at all. I'll link to the article and the study in the show notes. Now, food journal or food diary is a somewhat dated term now because 
most people track what they eat using a food tracker app or website. I'm doing Weight Watchers program, or WW as they call it now, and their app makes it very easy to keep track of what you eat and automatically deducts your allotment of food points for the day. The WW app works great, but you do have to pay for access. There are plenty of other good food tracking apps that are free or available at very low cost. But whatever you call it, food tracking or food diary or food journal, this has been an extremely powerful strategy for me. Just the process of keeping a log of what I'm eating and when I'm eating it helps me manage my daily intake. Bottom line, knowing I have to log what I eat provides intrinsic motivation to make better choices. Here's a small example. I really like apples with natural peanut butter. It's a pretty healthy snack and it's filling. I ate this even before I went on this program. But before I was tracking, I used to slather on the peanut butter. But because I'm now tracking what I eat, I know that just two tablespoons of peanut butter is six points, which is nearly 20% of my daily allotment. So now I watch how much peanut butter I use. Yes, I'm one of those people who measures his peanut butter now. This is what I've become. So let's get back to the baseball game. The Diamond Club had plenty of good food to eat. There were chili cheese dogs, nachos, wings, a grill-to-order station, and all sorts of sweets and snacks. When I got there, I was ready to dive in, but I was also committed to tracking everything in real time right after I ate it or drank it. And a funny thing happened. Yes, I had some foods that were off the program, but knowing I had to track what I was eating and drinking caused me to pause and think about what I really wanted and what was just readily available. For instance, I had a cheeseburger because I really wanted one, but I didn't get fries. I passed on the hot dogs and nachos, but I did enjoy a couple of beers. Now let me be clear, I went far over my eating limits for the day. But by forcing myself to track what I was eating, I kept this small, fattened calorie explosion from becoming a mushroom cloud. And at the end of the day, it meant I wasn't beating myself up out of guilt or disappointment. So that was a victory. Of course, the Mets lost. What else is new? Long suffering. So now I'm at the portion of the show uh, that I kind of call the check-in. It's where I tell you how I'm doing on the program and tell you what the scale said this week. Um, but before I do, I, I kind of want to tell you what I've been going through the last couple of weeks. And if you've tried to lose weight and then, you know, you've lost weight and you've gained it back and you've lost weight and gained it back, you're going to kind of know what I'm feeling. In fact, I think anybody who's tried to do anything and come up short several times in a row um, is going to kind of know this feeling. But... I've been struggling this week. I have been really feeling um, out of it. And, you know, it's unusual because since I started the program, I've been feeling really good. And I'm seeing all the positive things. 
I'm seeing the weight go down. I'm seeing my clothes fit differently. People are starting to notice. I have more energy. My knees don't hurt as much. All that stuff. But I really have just been down and feeling kind of negative about the whole thing. In fact, it's been very difficult for me to record the podcast this week. And it's kind of why I'm going off script in this portion, because I just kind of want to let what I have to say come out and hopefully it makes sense. Um, I was trying to figure it out and there was a night where I, I just couldn't sleep, which isn't unusual for me. I kind of am not a great sleeper. It's been better since I've lost some weight, but I still have these little bouts of insomnia. And so one night I was just having trouble sleeping and I was flipping through movies and I saw that The Matrix was on. And I I love that movie. I watch it pretty much any time it comes on. And there was a scene that kind of made me have an aha moment. If you've seen the movie, you're going to know exactly the scene I'm talking about. It's in a subway station and the hero, Neo, is confronted with the head smith. And the smiths are kind of these bad guys that live in the Matrix and they have incredible powers. They can bend gravity. They can avoid bullets. They're incredibly powerful. Nobody can fight them. Nobody wins. But Neo is starting to realize that he has these powers and he's starting to believe what everybody is saying, that he may be the one. And even though he has doubts, he decides to confront the smith. And so it's a great fight scene, and it goes back and forth. But for much of it, you kind of think, hey, Neo may win this fight. He may, he may beat the Smith. But at some point, the Smith gets a good shot in, and Neo starts to have doubt. And you can kind of see it in his face, the way that Keanu Reeves plays a character. He has this look, and you're like, he's starting to doubt. And everything turns there. Uh, the smith starts really kicking his butt and he's throwing them all over the place. And at one point he throws them against a wall and it's quiet while Neo is trying to stand up and you can hear a train coming in the distance. So the smith hears this and he grabs Neo and drags him to the edge of the platform and throws him onto the tracks. And just as Neo is trying to get up, the smith jumps down off the platform onto his back and puts him in a chokehold. And he says, Do you hear that, Mr. Anderson? That is the sound of inevitability. And it dawned on me right there, that's what I've been feeling. Inevitability. Look, I've, I've lost weight before. I've lost a lot of weight. And yet, every time something has thrown me off track, and I've gained it all back, and as I've said in the past, it usually brought friends with it, meaning I ended up heavier than I was when I started. And every time I've kind of had this same voice in the back of my head saying, it's all going to fall apart, it's all going to go wrong, and I've tried to push that voice away, I've tried to bury it below, and when people give me compliments, incredibly well-meaning compliments, and and saying, you know, oh, you look great, and uh, ask what I was doing. I'd always say things like, oh, thank you so much, uh, got a long way to go, or I'm doing my best. I guess sometimes I'd get confident and say, oh, yeah, I'm never going back. But the truth is, there was this void of voice of doubt in the back of my head, this sense of inevitability. And 
I've decided that instead of trying to push it down, I'm just going to say its name. I'm very worried that all of this work that I'm doing, everything from watching what I eat uh, to making sure I take my walks to doing this podcast to logging all of my food, all of that stuff in the end is going to be for naught. I just think it's all going to fall apart. And I realize it sounds like I'm being negative, like I'm sabotaging myself. And maybe I am. But I think it's important to admit it. You know, after losing weight and then gaining it back so many times through my adult life, I'm kind of conditioned to be negative. But I feel like if I say it out loud, at least I can be honest about it and I can confront it. And I've told some people that I know that this is what I'm feeling. And it's my hope that they'll say, stop beating yourself up. Stop sabotaging yourself. So I say all this, and you're probably thinking, well, I guess the scale didn't give him very good news this week. But that's actually not true. So I started on, well, on March 1st, I weighed 262 pounds, and a few days later, I started uh, the WW program. Five weeks later, I weighed 241.4 pounds. So I've lost almost 21 pounds. And that's really great. And I am feeling all of the benefits. And I am feeling better. And there's a part of me that's feeling like I can do this long term. And so I'm hoping that that voice drowns out eventually, that negative voice, that Smith in my mind, that's telling me it's inevitable. I guess I have to remember this. That not long after that scene in the subway, Neo realizes his powers and defeats the Smiths. So, I guess that's good. Of course, then there were two sequels, and I honestly don't know what happened in those movies. So, I guess we'll have to see what happens. But hey, thank you for listening to this, and uh, hey, on to week six. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. And now look, before I wrap up, those of you who listened to my last episode may remember I said we'd have a guest this week. Well, it didn't work out. Uh, the technology and the time just didn't come together. I'm committed to having a guest on sometime in April so you can get a break from my voice. But until then, please know how much I appreciate your listening. If you have a comment, idea, or story you want to share, please shoot me an email to loseitpodcast at gmail.com. That's loseitpodcast at gmail.com. Or tag me on Twitter at loseitpodcast. And just my weekly reminder that I'm doing this podcast to chronicle my journey to losing weight and getting healthy. But I'm not a doctor, a nutritionist, a trainer, a shaman, or anything like that. If you're going to start a program please talk to a professional. Okay, that's it. Thanks for coming on this journey with me, and I'll talk to you next time on I Think I'm Gonna Lose It. <laughs>